Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning, but before we get into the Word, let's take a moment and pray. God, we thank you for today, and we thank you for the beautiful weather that you've blessed us with, Lord, the changing seasons. We thank you that we get to enjoy the flowers and the fruits of the earth, Lord, and the things that you've created and put here for our enjoyment. God, we thank you for our partners and our listeners. We thank you for their families and their loved ones, God. We thank you for those that you're bringing into the kingdom and saving each and every day, God. We ask that you'll bless this podcast so that it'll be helpful to the hearers, Lord, and that they receive your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' amen. mighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. Glad to have you with us as we continue our study on, well, this morning we're continuing in Acts 19, and we are continuing our discussion focusing on verses 21 through 41. So if you are just joining us for the first time or you need to refresh on what those scriptures are discussing. I want to encourage you to pause the episode at this time and just take the time and opportunity to to look over that to aid in our discussion. Amen. 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 All right. And at this time, we are going to open the floor up to give each of you the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit has been speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you might have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, Layla. I just found it interesting that the city clerk had a similar reaction that uh, Gallio had in the previous chapter when the Jews were coming to drag Paul before the judgment seat and how he said if it were a matter of, and this is Gallio, if it were a matter of wickedness or crime, then he'd be willing to judge. But if it's just a question of names among yourselves, then you you deal with it, essentially, is what he said. And the city clerk is also giving a similar report. They're not robbers of the temple. They're not blasphemers of your, I'm making air quotes, goddess. Um, so there's no reason for this unruly gathering. And he, he plainly states there's no good reason we can give for this unruly uh, mob outside in the city square and and Mm -hmm. another part like something that i do with my siblings is essentially shut your mouth you're gonna get us all in trouble with all your (laughs) bickering and arguing don't don't get me in trouble just you know figure it out among yourselves if you really need a judge there are there are some available and make your case before them but don't stir up trouble for everybody else for the rest of the citizens that weren't doing anything and how we see most of the most of the people in this mob don't even know what's going on why they're yelling and why they're gathered together that's a telltale sign of an unholy gathering if you will when the spirit of the lord's not there nobody knows what's going on they're all why are you here i don't know i just saw these people yelling with pitchforks and you know torches so i thought i'd join in too then you get to the core of things and really examining what's going on you're like oh this is nothing this is you know just somebody's dislike of an opinion the charles um also with this but we can see there's a difference between what gallio said and what the clerk said um if you notice inside of um 
verse 35 and when the city clerk had quieted the crowd he said men doesn't um men of ephesus what man is there who does not know that the city of the ephesians is temple guardian of the great goddess diana in the image which fell down from zeus um but in my bible it has a little thing um on the bottom that says he said our our god um but also with his address to the crowd it's much different than what galio said galio um was saying that because he understood it was wrong, not because he wanted to avoid getting in trouble with those who are higher up, but he just knew it was wrong, basically. Who knew it was wrong? Galio. He knew it was wrong in some way, meaning mm-hmm. that it was not right for them to be there for or for him to judge it. But we can see here the clerk is trying to save his own skin, but then also in it, he's not acknowledging the Lord. I don't think he's doing any of that. Not in the slightest. I think he's more so just trying to quiet the crowd. Yes, yeah, so I don't think that he was, I wasn't saying that he acknowledged and said Jesus is Lord directly or indirectly. I'm just comparing the two responses and how they look similar, but there's a, a telltale difference. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, he may not be a full on believer at this point, but this is what he has to work with. So as we're, as we're observing, let's look for the movement of the hand of God versus um, playing whack-a-mole and saying they're they're not of us, right? If and yes. that's what we we understand about the Lord, He can use anyone to accomplish a purpose. So thank the Lord for the Him being used and um, what He did, rather than what words He used to articulate speak volumes. Mm-hmm. So they were happy to go, and you know the the, the disciples and whatnot. To, to go, um, to be freed from this and, you know, just moving on. Them moving on, not not us per se. That's what I'm saying. Amen. I, I love how you brought up the, let's get to the core issue, right? And, and is that not what this city clerk uh, comes up with? He gives all these individuals that had plenty to say beforehand and had clearly were yelling and screaming for the last two hours. He gave them the opportunity to actually, if there were, was anything of substance to bring their accusations up, right? Yes. Yes. Sorry, and not accusations, but to bring up actual charges. What have they violated? What laws Mm -hmm. have they broken? Mm -hmm. Who have they harmed? Who have they robbed? What have they, they done that's actually against the law, or another individual. Mm-hmm. And there was plenty to say in the earlier verses, right? Yes. Yes. And there were plenty to say, but notice how it shifted from that into stirring up the people with other nonsense. But when it came to anything of any actual substance, they had to stand silent. That would be the accusers. The accusers had yes. to stand silent. Mm-hmm. And looking at, again, just so you guys can compare the two, Gallio was a proconsul, So he mm-hmm. was the one who could actually judge. But uh, what's this man's name? They just call him the city clerk. The city clerk was not the proconsul, So he couldn't say, you're dismissed. Get out of here. Yes. Uh, you're, you're wrong. If you keep playing, you're going to be in trouble. He didn't have any legal authority to do that. So he had to come to them another way. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. to disperse the crowd and use in line with the authority, the natural authority that he had. So a policeman is not a judge. 
right? Yes. yes. Um, so you only can operate within the authority that from the natural standpoint that you're given, but the Lord will use the tools and the resources that you have so that he can accomplish his will, which is why we were looking at it the way we are looking at it from the hand of God moving and being grateful or appreciative that people are using what they have, you know, and not, not the saying that God is condoning lies or anything of that nature or idolatry. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying just look at it from the Lord's perspective can we bring up another point in this, right? Examine Paul for for a moment in this situation. So he was determined to be a part of defending the faith mm-hmm. in this moment. But yet what happened? The other disciples wouldn't let him. And then what was the result? It quieted down. Okay, the Lord still took care of it. So yes. I, I bring that up because we're to be led in the Lord in all things. And yes, while we are bold before him and we boldly come before his throne, right? We're not the only servant. We are not the only <laughs> means or resource or asset or whatever way you want the to phrase it. The only vessel that God wants to use or exactly, can use. <laughs> to accomplish his plans and his purpose, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yes. The issue started off was against Paul, right? That was... Exactly what was discussed in the earlier paragraphs, 25 through 27, right? Saying how, uh, 26, verse 26, Paul's persuaded and turned away many people, right? And by what? Saying that these idols that they were making are not gods and that they're made with hands. Well, he knew they were made with hands. He was a silversmith. He was the one making them. His hands made them. So how can it be, right? Isn't there a scripture that says that? How can it be that your hands made something, but you now consider it a god? Uh, self-delusion. <laughs> <laughs> right, regardless of the material self, it's made of. Yeah, so you know your hands made that. <laughs> exactly. So, but here he is stirring up the people, and the people clearly got involved, right? It, with one voice, they cried out for two hours. So, so I also want to point that out. It's not just about the unity. These people were clearly, these people here that were in opposition were clearly united. They were united in opposition to the Lord. So recognize that, mm-hmm. right? We, we, a lot of times that scripture is said or the Lord right now, they'll know you by your, by your unity. Well, it's unity and love, a love for the Lord, walking in love, loving one another, right? Our neighbor as ourself, as the Lord loved us. And when did he love us? While we were in opposition towards him. It says that he loves even those that are ungrateful and wicked or evil men. That's how the Lord loved us. Yes. So, understanding those things, it's not just about being united. All of Israel was united against Caleb and Joshua mm-hmm. and Moses, and right? And, well, wait, what was the results of that? 40 years of wandering the wilderness and not entering into the promised land. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, death. But they were united. They stood as one people, right? It's not just about standing in one people, it's about standing in one people for the thing for the Lord and the things the Lord has said. That's the difference. So for us to recognize that. And then Paul, you see here his love for the Lord, but his ability to be humble. Right? To not rush in and go, Well, I'm Paul, I have to be there, and I'm I'm the guy that the Lord sent to go do these mighty things and look how I'm being used. And no, 
He didn't enter. He remained outside and let the Lord handle it in the way, the manner that the Lord intended to handle the situation. Yes. So let us, as believers, as those in the faith, let the Lord have his rightful place. Let us fulfill the role he has for us to be a part of. Mm-hmm. And then allow him to manage, to operate in the in those areas and not be a part of the things he doesn't want us to be a part of. He didn't require us to do everything. Yes. Right? Yes. It's for whose glory? The Lord's. Okay. That's what Jesus said, right? Yes. That he glorified his Father, his Heavenly Father, by doing all the work he had given him to do. Mm-hmm. Which also means he didn't do any of the work the Lord had not given him to do. Amen. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So let's, let's understand that and recognize that as well. What else? The Charles? Oh, yes. And another thing that I wanted to point out was that when we look at the beginning of this, not um, before we get to the commotion, we see that Paul had desired to go to Rome and how that was also in step with what the Lord had for him. And another thing that I wanted to point out was that the Lord gives us each step as we progress. He doesn't just lay off your whole life plan as soon as you are born. He doesn't greet you in the delivery room saying, okay, I got your life plan for you. Let's get to it. No, but he gives it to us at each stage where we're at. So we can see that Paul here understands what he must do and his fulfillment of what had already been spoken to him when he was first converted, that he was going to do these things. So he was just coming into alignment with that. And then also, Dad, as you're talking um, about Paul when he well, went... read that verse, sir, so we can understand it fully. And it was verse 21. When these things were accomplished, Paul purposed in the Spirit when he had passed through macedonia and achaia to go to jerusalem saying after i've been there i must also see rome okay i love that you brought that up because i was hoping we were going to get to it and if you hadn't we were going to get to it right after right (laughs) yes he purposed in the spirit so he knew there was a prompting to go to rome there was a desire to go to rome now that that was his heart but that was clearly the will of the Lord. Mm-hmm. All right? He was yes. in alignment there. Now, it's important because there's also the timing aspect, right? And the Lord's perfect will is his perfect timing. Now, yes, he had to go to Jerusalem. Uh, I don't think he understood everything that was about to happen to him in Jerusalem and the journey that he would take to eventually get to Rome. Yeah, he might not have seen how all of it was going to play out or be connected. One was going to lead to the other, but he just knew he needed to be at one place, and then eventually he was going to go to the other. Exactly. So eventually he was going to go to Rome. Now, we have the rest of the book of Acts to find out how the Lord orchestrated that, but it wasn't in the traditional sense of those regular missionary journeys. Mm-hmm. And and even that with what was about to happen, because our God is faithful, when it was the appropriate time, he still disclosed to Paul mm-hmm. what he was going to face. So none Amen. of this was a surprise. He wasn't ambushed. Um, 
you know, by the will of God and go, you know, like, God, you've, you've betrayed me or you didn't tell me. That's not who our God is. He always exactly. reveals what's coming, but it's our job to be listening and not to add our own spin Amen. on what the Lord says. And with that, as I said, he had already disclosed this to him. He gave him a, a prompting, right? He said, in the spirit, or he purposed in the spirit, I need to go there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go there. And so he had a desire to do that because that's what the Lord was leading him to do. Mm-hmm. And I, for me, I read this like him saying, the Lord is going, this is what I want. This is where you're going next. And him going, yes, Lord, I will go. So telling God and confirming mm-hmm. with him, I'm giving you my word, God. Because no doubt Paul knows the scripture that says, don't utter don't utter promises hastily before the Lord, right? And that, mm-hmm. and that is not in your best interest to not pay your vows to God. So it is um, likely that he was just confirming, I hear you, Holy Spirit. Yes, I'll go. And once he, him knowing once he gives his word to God, he's going to carry it out and complete it um, as far as what depends on him. And then as he went, the Holy Spirit revealed more and more about how the process was going to go. And, um, you know, the various things that he was going to face and the Lord let him know many steps along the way that he was there with him and he would help him Mm -hmm. and protect him and keep him safe. You know, whether it be in the ocean floating around or on the ship while it's breaking up or, um, you know, sending messengers to help and make, um, make Paul aware and the the guards aware of somebody laying in wait for him. I mean, that the God, God was there to help him every step, but the Lord also let him know in advance because that's the role in the job of the Holy Spirit. By, by God designed, by the design of the Godhead, Holy Spirit shows us things to come. So he absolutely fulfilled that for Paul. So he could have time to say, yes, God, I'll go. I'm in agreement with you and I willingly go. Absolutely. Time to minister, but also you can see there's an eagerness to go, right? He's purposed. Yes. Uh, right, exactly. Like the Lord said uh, this is what he wants. Then I I'm said yes, and, and let's get on down the road, Lord. So I, I was just reminded of uh, in Galatians, right? Where he's talking about how he's with the disciples and even mm-hmm. Peter. And he's like, hey, they just said, and remember the poor. He was like, the very thing I was eager to do. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as I read this, I kind of have that same, mm-hmm. you know, you can get that same um, insight, right? Where it's, okay, I'm eager to do what the Lord wants to do. And that's what he said, where I have to go next or where I'm going to go next. So, mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. get the show on the road. Amen. And, and, and with everything in the Lord's timing. Mm-hmm. So thank you for bringing that up, sir. Oh, what welcome, else? Dad. And what else was the Lord showing you with that? Um, That was all that the Lord was showing me. And it was like, as you're saying that, that also I believe that with him saying in the spirit was that the Lord gives us a prompting, like you said, to go do something. But also it was Paul's desire to do the will of the Lord. It mm-hmm. wasn't Paul saying, "Okay, Lord, if I must, like Balaam, if it dis- if it pleases you, Lord, I will go, though I may not go directly." Mm-hmm. He, but he desired and had a willingness to do the will of the Lord. And it reminds me of how it said Jesus desired to do His Father's will, mm-hmm. meaning that it was not a burn to Him, but a delight. And we can mm-hmm. see the same spirit is in Paul or on him at this time. Amen. 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 And just to add that. When the Lord, when we agree to do the will of the Father as as though it were our own will, 
-hmm. and that is our our um, focus the Lord will give dot put desires in our heart so we should desire it so I have no doubts that the Lord said here's my plan for you you're gonna make a stop here 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 and here um, when it's the final leg I want you to go to Jerusalem and then from Jerusalem you're gonna go to Rome but you're gonna be in the prison and you know the Lord has already worked all these detail out these details out and so because Paul is submitted to him the Lord put the desire in his heart to go to Rome because remember he had already told them, I'm not talking to y'all anymore. I'm going to the Gentiles, right? So he had, and that's, that's the Kamisha version, but he had already, you know, basically shaken the dust off concerning the Jews and preaching the word to them anymore. So for him to go back there, that's because God put that desire in his heart. Absolutely. And when he says, I'll give you the desires of your heart, that's a twofold meaning that he will put it in your heart, like as in implant that word in you, that desire to go and do, and then he will also fulfill it. Amen. Well, there's a lot in there. So let's pause there for today and allow the Holy Spirit to, to speak and to minister to you as you search the scriptures out. Amen. 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 All right. Can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right. I promise. Lord, I just thank you for today. Just thank you for giving us your word, Lord, and just allowing the word to apply to us, Lord. And just being there, Lord, for everything, Lord, and just telling us what we need to do, Lord. And, Lord, I also just thank you for showing us how to be willing, Lord, and just being the perfect example for us, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you, God bless you, and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.